people like Sean Mendes. <laughs> hey, people. Hey. Or, hi, how you doing? <laughs> Long time no talk. Um, welcome to Bring Your Own, a catch-all bookish most of the time podcast. I'm Brandy. I'm Kendra. And I'm Kayla. And this is season two. Woo, we We're made so it to excited. season two. Oh my god, you guys. Crazy. This is so crazy. Um, but yeah, today we're just doing like a little summer recap. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've recorded. It's been a minute since we posted. Mm-hmm. Like we just took a little, you know, summer break. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life's been yeah. a little crazy. But before we do that, what are you guys reading? What are you guys drinking? Brandy, you should go first. Okay. Um, I just this morning DNF'd an audiobook that I was listening to because my like only big writing pet peeve is when they use the same word all the time, like over and over. Like I'm so easy to please with writing. It takes a lot. And I was debating DNFing this audiobook, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to push through. And then I hit play and literally within 13 seconds, she said hand twice, check three times and services twice. And I was just like, I, I can't do it. Um, and it was Jason Clark narrating. So it pains yeah. me to, to DNF. Yeah. But that's okay. So I'm going to be starting Business or Pleasure uh, by Rachel and Solomon. Yeah, I bought that one. So very excited to have that. And then I'm reading Do Your Worst by Rosie Dannon, who is the person who wrote The Roommate. Um, and that one comes out in November. And it's like paranormal. She's a curse breaker. And she shows up to this um, haunted castle in Scotland. And there's an archaeologist there who's just like trying to do his job. And they're butting heads. And it's very fun. <laughs> Um, I think like you'll really like. I was going to say the same thing. Oh my gosh, we're all it's on like such a wavelength book. today. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, and you said you like the narrator of it, Brandy, too. So yeah, it's not the job. usual name. It's not her. She's using like a fake name, but I listened to it. And I was like, oh, that's Kristen C. Yeah, she's great. What else does What else does she do? Because like I, I feel like I've heard her voice, but like I can't think of what else she's done. You probably heard her in Funny You Should Ask. Oh, I didn't listen to that one. I read it physically. I mean, Elisa Sussman. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I've only heard her there. And then she also does John Green's books, which I listen to. Um, oh, maybe she. I haven't heard her before. I don't know. Did she do Turtles All the Way Down? Maybe. I, did. I haven't listened to that one. Um, that's Hank Green. Oh, sorry. No, I mixed it up. She does Hank Green's books. Oh, which I okay, okay. To. okay. Yeah, yeah, which are two sci fi books that he's published. Sorry, not John Green. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Turtles All the Way Down was narrated by Kate Rudd, which was a really good audiobook. Okay. Oh, and then also I'm drinking. Um, I finally got a replacement fizzy thing for my soda stream. So I'm drinking my bubbly lemon water, but homemade. I thought I recognized that bottle. Wow. I was like, coin. that looks like a soda stream bottle. I used to work at Bed Bath & Beyond. Those bottles haunt me. Oh, my gosh. People, <laughs> oh. I feel like every time I like you've had like a million jobs. I feel like every time we talk about something, you're like, I used to work there. I used to work. (laughs) Yeah, it's only a handful, but it's like iconic places. Um, I'll go. I'm actually currently not reading anything. I just finished listening to The Seven Year Slip by Ashley Poston. Oh my gosh, that book is so good. Kayla's reading it now, so I won't say much, but it's about a. a woman who inherits an apartment from her aunt and the apartment is magical um, and it throws her back in time seven years where she meets a guy who is staying there over the summer seven years ago Um, and it's just about how they get involved and it's really nice. Um, The concept of it, I think it's what makes it so good because it's one of those books where like or it's one of those concepts where you can put any two of your, like any one of your favorite couples, put them in that exact same scenario and then think about whether or not they would make it out. And oh, it was so good. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah. It's so nice. And like, it's like, uh, has a like Emily Henry feeling where it's like romance plus. So it's like, has two, I would say central themes outside of the romance that the book is exploring that I think it does a really good job of conquering. Um, but yeah, that's going to be one of my favorite books of the year. It was so good. Like I, I am re-listening to it right now as I have to like do chores today and oh it just makes me so happy what I'm gonna read next I don't know so stay tuned I guess for whatever I say I'm gonna read next next episode what are you drinking what are you drinking oh what am I drinking I have two drinks today as all hot people do sometimes even three 
Um, Hawaiian shaved ice, Alani new energy drink. That's one. And then water. Um, that is like a day old in this water bottle. So mm-hmm. a little lukewarm. Tastes yeah. a little, little but dirty. But it's like a little bit. Um, but it's not as lukewarm as I thought, which means it's a really good water bottle because I had ice in here. The ice is melted by now, but it lasted like almost 24 hours. So pretty proud of there her. Yeah. Put in the work. Love it. Kayla Ann. Um, yeah, so I'm only physically reading a book right now. Normally I have, you know, both a physical read and an audio read going, but just physical and it is actually like physical. I don't remember the last time that I like actually physically read a book, which is crazy. But I am reading The Seven Year Slip. I'm about 200 pages in, really, really loving it so far. It's just so like funny and cute and like swoony. Yeah, and it's just like it, it gives me the like the feelings that I want to get when I'm reading a romance book, you know, like the kind of giddy. It's just fun, and I'm so having a good, good time. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's like any way that like it could go bad for me. So, um, I think it's gonna be at least a four point five, if not a five. Um, I gave it and five. What I'm drinking right now? What's that? I gave, you it, gave five it a five stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm drinking right now is I. We were talking about this before we started, but I'm just having water, but I'm having water from our Book Bonanza water bottle that we got <laughs> when we were there because it's like now become my number one water bottle. I feel like I go through water bottle cycles where I'm like using one exclusively for however long and then I move on to the next. But currently that is my Book Bonanza water bottle. So she goes with me everywhere right now. Yeah. I love that it has a straw. I hate having to tip yeah. my head. Yeah. <laughs> I hate having to move. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to hydrate myself. Let's start with a little summer recap, you guys. Uh, how has your summer reading been going? As expected? Better? Worse? I think it's going really good, actually. I, last month, I read 17 books, which is the most that I've read all year in one month. Jesus. I don't think I've... Since we've recorded, I don't think that I've read any um, books rated five stars yet. There have been some that have been like really close, like 4.75. But, you know, sometimes you just like, you finish a book, you really loved it, but it's like, did it actually like give me the five star feeling? You know what I mean? Now, Seven Year Slip has the potential. So, you know, we'll see. We'll come back. But like, I've had a lot of really, really good books. So it's been going really good. What about you guys? Now I'm nervous that you're not going to give Seven Year Slip five stars, which I, I feel like you won't give it anything less than a 4.5, which will still make me very, very happy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Now I'm nervous. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I can't say. My summer reading has been actually really good, especially compared to last summer. Like, I'm almost at 100 books for the year. And this time last, like, all of last year, I only read 92 books for the whole year. So I'm just, like, reading, reading, reading. Yeah. Which I felt a little slumpish, like, the past week or so. Uh, Kayla got mad at me because I was like reading what did I read I read like you with a view and then this is our pleasure and I was just like it took me forever Dragging to get through you feet. with a view and I just I don't know so eyeball reading I don't think I'm, I'm slowing down on that but audios this summer have been really good for me it's been like a fun summer like I've had fun with a lot of my reads um, which usually always happens in the summer and I usually always discover my favorite book in the summer and I don't know if I can say I have a favorite book of the year yet, but there are a lot of contenders. And I think a lot of them came from the past like few months yeah. too. So you said you're almost at a hundred. So like I'm curious, like everybody right now, what book are you on? Like number per year. I'm on number ninety nine. Seven Year Slip is my ninety ninth book of the year. I'm on exactly hundred. <laughs> you're on one number one hundred. I saw your story the other day and you had a good 100 yeah. book. So that made me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at 94. So, okay. Sorry to be so Close. fucking slow behind you guys. <laughs> no, but... like I said, July, I like don't know what happened, but I read so many books. Yeah. So I don't. I, yeah. I thought July was going to be a really slow reading month for me because I moved. I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast or not, but I definitely have been posting about it on my bookstagram. I moved from California to Colorado over the summer. So I like even like my book template that I post on Instagram, I was like, let me just get one that has 12 slots instead of 16 because there's just no way. And then I read 16 books last month. So I also had a crazy month last month. Four of those were rereads. I'm having a a good summer. Very eclectic. Like, I don't know. 
Like, I feel like the summer is usually when I just read anything and everything that catches my interest because I'm a teacher. So I just have so much time in the summer. Um, but yeah, the audiobooks with the move was really helpful. Uh, just popped in an audiobook while I was packing away and unpacking once we got here and everything. So it's been a good reading summer. June was by far the best reading month of the year for me. I read so many bangers in June. So chasing that high. How many did you read in June? Like, was that your your best month in terms of like numbers like how many no 16 is my best for okay. um july i read 13 in june okay um but i read like love theoretically the plus one that oh, summer yeah. feeling the devil oh, you that know is a good that in june? divine rivals all of that was in june wow yeah, i was talking about this earlier i was like thinking back to what i read in july like can you ask me like what are some of your favorite books that you read in July? And I look back and I was like, oh my God, I read that in July. Like, it seems like so long ago. Like I read The Devil You Know in the beginning of July. And I was like, I felt like I read that like two months ago. Like <laughs> July was yeah. such a long month. I feel like it really was. I don't know. I read a ton of really great books in July. But so then taking all of that, since we last recorded, since we last talked on our podcast, what have been some of your favorite reads of the summer so far? So like from June till now. Ooh, I'll go. Oh, this is kind of hard because there are a lot. So it's like, how many do we want to give? Like five? Yeah, let's do like five. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> everybody Ooh. go to your Goodreads and your story graph and look. Okay. I read Reckless by Elsie Silver in June. So that is like. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I don't have to include that since I read it in May. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so Reckless. I can't not say that. Um. Will There Won't They by Ava Wilder. I mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent this summer at my parents' house and I was reading that book like in the room and like that book is so horny. So I'm just like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I can't like, <laughs> why am I at my parents' house? <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that one so, so, so much. I love Ava one. Wilder. Like so good. The Summer We Fell, Elizabeth O'Rourke. I keep thinking about that mm-hmm. book. I can't not like, it was just angsty and like, delicious and hot and mm. i i loved it probably seven year slip obviously uh oh i get what one more Ooh, sure this is hard i really liked funny feelings by tara dewitt finally read it shout out brandy for convincing me Yay. great on audio so loved it. only took me uh, a year great on audio. it only took her a year yeah oh and i really i'm cheating i'm gonna do six i read the daydreams by laura hankin and she actually narrates the audiobook, and I thought she did a pretty good job. Uh, there are other cast members who in the audiobook, but she does a chunk of it. That book, if you are obsessed with like 2000s, 2010s, like teen celebrity culture, especially with like TV shows, like I was a big Victorious fan, I was in the fandom. I feel like I was reading a book about the Victorious fandom and the Victorious TV show. Like it was so good, it was so interesting, and I think the author just handled that conversation so well. Especially like given that Jeanette McCurdy's book came out, was that this year? Last year it came out, and she like exposed a lot of what happened. Last year, yeah. okay, yeah, she exposed a lot of hap- what happened with Nickelodeon, and I like could not think of like Dan Schneider while reading that book. I was just like ugh, icked out, but like, and it was just really good. And there was like a cute little like romance subplot in it um, that I just ate up. So. It was really good. Those are my favorites. I have a lot. I've read a lot of other bangers, but those are like the top mm-hmm. ones. From that list, if you had to pitch one of them to our listeners, like if you could only give them one book from your summer reading list that they have to read, what do they got to read and what's the book about? Oh my God, only Sorry, one. Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot right now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, they should read all of them, but like. Yeah. They, um, well, I kind of just pitched The Daydreams, but I feel like that mm-hmm. book, like, it's not. It's not super romance heavy, even though there's there's a subplot. So I'm gonna say, oh my god, fuck! I forgot Out on a Limb by Hannah Bonham Young. Oh, I love oh that god. book. Oh my, that book is so good. It's I'll so put sweet. it on mine for you okay. to make up for it. <laughs> um, that book is so good. Like I I can't I only I can only sing that book's praises. But it, it would have to be the Seven Year Slip. Like that that book. Like Kayla said earlier, it just gave me all the feelings that I love to have while reading a book. And I just oh my. Oh my gosh, like there are just moments in it that I know I'm going to think about forever. Like, you know how we always talk about Mm -hmm. like moments with like in Magnolia Parks or moments in like the Addicted series. Like, there, I cannot stop thinking about certain things in that book. And I can't wait for Kayla to finish because then we can like talk about it. And then, Brandy, now you have to read it too. (laughs) Um, 
and it's narrated by Brittany Presley. She's amazing. And it was just, it was so good. Like, oh yeah. If you love, if you like Emily Henry's books, I think you would really like the seven year slip. Um, I didn't read this author's first book because it has had many mixed reviews. And ever since I posted mm-hmm, about reading the yeah. seven year slip, people have been in my, in my DMs, like of people being like, oh my gosh, you have to read the first book. And then, yeah. yeah. And then others and being like, being do like, not don't. read her first book. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to avoid it for the sake of my mental health, but <laughs> I love the seven year slip. Um, so that would be if uh, people only had to read one for me, do the seven year slip. Kayla, what about you? What are your top five from the summer? So as that happened, as, as Kendra was going through her top five, I was like listing out, like in my head, I wrote them down, like my top ones and I have seven. So I have to narrow it down to five, but okay. I said I would choose out on a limb since Kendra didn't pick that one business or pleasure. I really loved that book. I just thought it was so well done. It was so funny. It was really hot. Loved that one. And I, Ooh, I don't know. Okay, I'm only going to pick one Elizabeth O'Rourke book because I read the Devil series and The Summer We Fell, but I think those those are my two, but I'll pick The Devil You Know because I loved that book. That was a little I love The Summer We Fell. Brandy's like, that's face. like my second Elizabeth. Book. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you can have that one. That's fine. <laughs> you read it. You read it. When did you read it? In June. Oh, well, you can have it too. It's not like we can't like I know. Whatever. I'm, but I'm um and then I also read the um gold rush ranch series by elsie silver this summer the last two mm. books were so good love I think about those runner all the time i love I that think, book okay so and he, hear me out Brandy. hear me out hear me out i love um mira and uh val what's his name stefan stefan val why did i say val <laughs> stefan and mira i love the most as a couple but i like a false start better as a book so I think I'm going to go with a false start and then uh, love theoretically. So those are my five. So again, love theoretically, a false start, the devil, you know, business or pleasure and out on a limb are probably my favorites from the summer. Solid. Amazing. Yeah. I would say like the like amount of times that I read a book before Kayla or Kendra and get to be the one to recommend it to them is like really rare just because I read fantasy. I read like a, very eclectically um, where their tastes are basically a perfect circle. Anyways, all that to say, a circle has been broken. We have acknowledged that. <laughs> oh my god, stop! <laughs> but all that to say, three of the books on Kayla's list I got to read before her, so she got to like send yeah. me updates about, which was so fun. That never happens. Yeah. I know, Kayla. If you had to pick one to pitch to our listeners, which one should they read, um, and what's it about? It's between two: business or pleasure, or the Gold Rush Ranch series, only because. The Gold Rush Ranch series is like not as popular. Yeah, you know what? Fine. I'll just go ahead and say it. Even though this probably isn't my favorite like of the summer, I'll just say read, especially the last two books in the Gold Rush Ranch series, because I feel like they're not as well known as, you know, her Chestnut Spring series. But I think they're equally as good. Yeah, I think they're equally as good. Like they get better as the series goes on. And they're also still really, really hot. And I like some of the couples better than I like some of the couples in the Chestnut Spring series and some of the books better than the books in the Chestnut Spring series. The one that I like the most is A False Start, um, which is about Nadia and Griffin. And there is a large age gap. It's her biggest one. Um, it's like she's 21, right? Or 22, 21. And he's 24, 30. I think it's 13 five. years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty big age gap. Um, but they met previously when she was younger and they kind of shared this moment together. Um, and then they, she was 18. Yeah. But, um, not 17, (laughs) not 17, Hmm. but they shared this moment, but it didn't like, you know, nothing like came of that. Okay. Okay. Um, well, except for later and then they they made out, (laughs) they made out, but they didn't like do anything else. She wasn't she wasn't 17 and she wasn't writing letters to him in jail when she was seven years old. Okay. So let me just stop you right there. I mean they were they are in Canada in that series, right? So it would have been. She could have been 17. (laughs) Yeah, she could have been, but she wasn't. Elsie was smart. Okay. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so they meet up again like years later um, at her brother's ranch. I won't get too much into the details, but yeah, that's pretty much like the premise of it. It's like a second chance romance, sort of, kind of. 
um with a big age gap and they're both super hot and i love them imagine an 18 year old getting a second chance romance it's not like it's not really second chance it's like i said i said encounter and then yeah yeah okay okay i was about to that was about to piss me off they didn't like have a full-blown relationship yeah she has that kiss with him and, and like She's been obviously making out people her own age, and it's not been great. Yeah, she has relationships with a bunch of other people, and yeah, yeah, so like she's always comparing it to this like guy that she met randomly in a bar, bathroom, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. I do want to read the series. I I want to read yeah, it so hot soon too. Do you remember earlier in the year when I texted you guys? Hey, just wanted to let you know that he spits on her pussy. Yes, yeah, that wasn't a false start. I know yeah, because Kayla, so the whole time Kayla was reading Gold Rose Ranch, I would ask her like, hey, like which book does that happen? And she'd be like, oh, damn, it didn't happen this book. It didn't happen this book. And then it finally, finally happened. So I, th- that should be the selling point. That should be like the slogan on the outside of the book, like spits in pussy sold. Maybe just put the cat emoji because I can't say it's that on so the cover. hot too. There, yeah, the whole scene really is hot. So There hot. were definitely, in the last two books, there were some things that happened where I was like, oh, oh, like Elsie. <laughs> It was yeah. Elsie's so cute and yeah. proper yeah. when you read her books. Guys, I can't look at thumbs the same. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that was those were my favorites. Brandy. All right, Brandy. This is hard because as previously mentioned, I read a lot of really, really good books this summer. Um, but if I had to narrow it down to five, I would do Tilly and Technicolor by Maisie Eddings, which is her first YA book that is coming out on August 15th, which I'm really excited for these two to read. I got to read it the It is arc. already out by the time this episode comes out. Oh my God, so true. So it's already out. You can go buy it. It's really good. Um, it's like YA, but honestly, it's like cusping YA and new adult because the characters are 18 and 19 and they're both graduated from high school and looking into college and whatever and it's just like it's really sweet and really beautiful rep in it as Maisie always does like Tilly the main character has ADHD and Oliver the other main character is uh, on the spectrum and they just like are navigating they have to work together for the summer so they're navigating that and they got off on a really bad foot and it Maisie is just so funny and Tilly is just so funny as a character it's just so well done Will There One Day by Ava Wilder which I think was on at least one of your lists. Um, yeah, so mine. good. So good. I loved that. Um, listen to it on I audio. I just want to clarify. The only reason it's not on my list is because I read it as an arc earlier in the year. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Oh, that's you. right. That's right. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. The Devil You Know by Elizabeth O'Rourke. I listened to that book in June on a Monday. I listened to it all the way down. And then I listened to it again that following Friday. Um, <laughs> like back to back. It was, you were I obsessed. Just, like, I, and I still am like I'm fighting off a reread at any given moment like I <laughs> love Ben and Gemma I think about them a lot I just yeah it was so good Divine Rivals I read in June so I'll put that on my list that one is so good another Kayla wreck um I also read Divine Rivals in the summer <laughs> um you it's guys crazy, know bro. it it's was crazy. not a five-star read for me I still loved it I explained I why did you? Okay. I explained why I did not rate it five stars and I think it's a very reasonable thing in terms of personal taste Um, it's still a great book like I love it I don't love it as much as say Kayla Ann Um, Kayla how many copies of Divine Rivals do you have now exactly Um, Um, super four six six yeah Yeah, I own I will create fairy loot the kindle edition the audio edition oh we're kind of kindle and audio okay Oh, do we not? I thought we no, would. we do, we do, we do. Yeah, I was okay. just thinking of physical. That's why I said four. Yeah. Oh, then four physicals, but six total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we'll be doing the same ruthless vows. But Brandy, keep going. Sorry, I, I like Divine Rivals. It just wasn't one of my faves of the summer. Oops. It's so funny because I think Kendra and I didn't rate it five stars for the exact opposite reason. I didn't rate it five stars because I was expecting more fantasy in the book since it was marketed you know as a fantasy romance and it is it is a fantasy romance but like, like i was magical like, realism yeah i was texting yeah. kayla throughout i was like oh my god i can't wait for like the the fantasy elements to really pop in and she was like um <laughs> like okay. yeah that's crazy <laughs> and kind of wow. like i don't really care about all that stuff that's going on yeah. well that's actually um, not why i didn't rate it five stars i it why i didn't rate it is spoilers so i don't want to say oh okay yeah 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 and then the last one on my list is damaged goods by talia hibbert which is part of her ravenswood series and it 
that series is so good. I still haven't read the last book because I don't want it to end. And also because like I just can't listen to that male narrator do it again. Like I, the books are so good. The narration is just not it for me. So I'm going to put it on my physical TBR. I'll get to it eventually. But Damaged Goods is book 1.5. It's a novella between books one and two. And it's just it's just really, really good. It brought me out of a physical reading slump. Like I was doing almost exclusively audio for most of June and July because I just a didn't have time to read and also was just struggling with it. And then I read this all in like two days and it is a novella. So it's only like 120 pages or something like that. But I was just so obsessed with it. Um, That's so crazy because I feel like now maybe this is just like our circle of friends that love that book. But like, is that just like the universal favorite of that series is the novella? in between the first yeah. two books because it's gracie and lomi's i think favorite too right yeah that's what i was saying mm-hmm. yeah. so like i didn't know if it was just like our circle of friends or if that's like genuinely the people's favorite you know well i read this series because of lomi so i don't mm-hmm. really know how like how other people outside of this our circle of friends perceive the series but yeah like uh, Lomi was like I can't wait for you to read damaged goods and she was telling me that she and Gracie were like so obsessed with it so I don't know how everybody else perceives it outside of our friend group but it's mm. yeah I don't know I, I don't know how she like packs such a punch it's so beautifully That's done so, I'm very curious like I, I know you texted me and you were like you have to read this but I'm just like so curious because you said it's only 120 pages so I'm like how is that possible in 120 pages so you get a little bit of background on her character oh. in book one. So mm-hmm. let me be this. Let me have this be the book that I pitched to everybody to read. Okay. So in the first book, which you don't have to read in order to love this one, but I do recommend it. This woman is married to the antagonist of the first book. He's like a really shitty person and he's manipulative and a narcissist and he's like a really bad person and in that book she's painted as his like as his wife somebody who would be married to that person obviously he's probably a shitty person too and she's antagonistic and she's what's the word I'm looking for like condescending to people in the town whatever like it's the rich family in town but then um at the end of that first book you kind of find out that he treats his wife just as shitty as he treats everybody else so she's in this abusive marriage and she's pregnant and there is a final straw that you learn about in the book that finally prompts her to leave so she goes to her parents like beach house that they've owned forever but haven't been to since she was a kid since she was 15 and she runs into the boy that she had like a 15 year old summer fling with he still lives there and they recognize each other right away but she's like six months pregnant and not quite that but whatever she's far along pregnant and He's like content just like being her friend. And then she's like obviously exiting an abusive marriage. So she's not ready to like jump into anything. But he just like takes care of her over the summer. And she's like all alone. And yeah, I don't know. He just like really steps up. And there are just lines in there that I think about constantly. Like, oh, my God. It's just it's so good and it's so sweet I think that's why it's like everybody's favorites because it's just like very very pure and I think because it is condensed into that novella like there's no third act breakup because it's a novella it's mm. just them getting like building their relationship like of course there's conflict along the way but it's not like as tumultuous as maybe a full-length novel so it's just all these beautiful sweet moments and then an epilogue that's like punching you in the gut it's like 18 years later it's so good love speaking yeah. of Talia Hibbert she was supposed to I don't know when this is coming, but she like promised a series set in the town that um, Eve Brown takes place in. And I, I want that out. Like I, I did read highly suspicious and unfairly cute this summer too, which I would highly recommend on audio. It's it. She's so funny. And she's Mm -hmm. one of those authors that like understands the way people talk so well to where like when she references like pop culture and like slang it doesn't come across as cringy because it just fits the characters so well and that book is it's just it's so fucking funny and the narrators are great um I can't wait to see what else she does in the YA space but I want more adult romances from her but I do have to read that series because like Gracie and Lomi have been literally shoving it down people's throats now for years and they got to you Mm -hmm. um so I yeah, fear I may be, I may be next. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting because all of the books are in third person, but for some reason, whoever produces her audiobooks decided to get a male narrator, 
which is just odd if for most romance books if mm. it's in third person they're almost always narrated by a woman yeah and i'm not against what is a man narrators. doing here what is that <laughs> yeah. yeah why is a man here yeah. why would a man be there <laughs> oh my god um yeah i just like i don't know i'm not against male narrators of course but it just feels odd to have an exclusively yeah. male narrator for a book written by like a romance book yeah. written by a woman mm-hmm. hmm. i don't know interesting I, I, I know I wouldn't be complaining if it was like Zachary Weber or Jason Clark. Right. Yeah, you're like, oh my God, guys, well, more men should do it. <laughs> uh, but this guy's like, I don't know. He sounds really old, but it's a British accent. So that's kind of fun. But yeah, I still haven't read the very, like the final book in the series. Uh, I think a lot of people don't read them because the covers are heinous and they are. They're bad covers. Yeah. I'm sorry. That I don't even think they're very good depictions of the actual characters that are in the books either. Because, like, all the women in the first three books are, like, plus-sized. And I, I don't think that's represented very well on the covers. Um, so, like, I'm just... Whatever. Honestly, obviously, like, covers are hard to do when they're, you're trying to find, like, royalty-free images. Unless you can do a whole photo shoot. Which I'm pretty sure these are indie-published. So, I don't think she probably did a whole photo shoot for them. Anyway, all that to say, don't let the ugly covers deter you. Get it on Kindle. It's really good cute love with all of those amazing books that we talked about were there any um authors that you discovered this summer um that you have now been like all right i'm gonna definitely continue to read their work for me that's hannah bonham young because i read her backlist this summer and i did read five elizabeth o'rourke's five elizabeth o'rourke books this summer as well most of which I really enjoyed. Probably like, I was maybe four. Yeah, four out of the five, I gave four stars and above. So that was probably mine. Oh, and I also, Business or Pleasure was my first Rachel Lynn Solomon book too, which I loved. I don't know if I'm allowed to say Elizabeth O'Rourke since I started reading her in April, but I'm going to cheat and say Elizabeth O'Rourke. But other than that, I rediscovered Ava Wilder. Oh, oh yes. my god <laughs> oh my god that's like actually so fucking funny to me that you just said that <laughs> i'm sorry that was mostly a joke um mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you kendra <laughs> i gave elizabeth o'rourke a second chance this summer because i had read the waking olivia book um I guess this is an unpopular opinion. I thought that book was not good whatsoever. Um, so I was very hesitant going into the Devil series. Like Brandy kept telling me to read it. And I was just like, I just remembered Waking Olivia. And I was like, I don't know. And then I did it on audio. Well, I skipped the first Devil's book because you guys told me to. And then it's so funny because I skipped it. And then suddenly everyone's in my DMs like, yeah. oh, my God, the first one's so good. And I'm like, all right. So I might I go back to I think that Brandy know. and I are kind of in the unpopular opinion. Or in the I was shocked about. One. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, because so many people are telling me it's good, so <laughs> we'll see. But I, I ended up, re- I mean, Summer We Fell is one of my favorite books now, so I think she's definitely grown since Waking Olivia, and that book came out in, like, 2018, mm-hmm. so um, so yeah. I gave her a second chance. I also discovered Rebecca Jinshak, who um, I have a love-hate relationship with because I can't <laughs> stop um, listening to her books. They're, like, all quick, easy listens. Like, she gets pretty decent narrators, but oh my god, I was telling uh, Kayla and Brandy this in our group chat because I also just read her book, The Tip Off, which is my favorite book of hers. Now it's so good; it's like, <laughs> um, it's just good. But you have to go into that like low expectations on the ground. Like I had a great time, but don't like it was still good. It was still good, but I. Um, I think I'm also saying that because I had read all her other, like the previous books of hers that I've read. So I'm like, whoa, Rebecca, yeah. I didn't know you had it in you. Like, this is crazy. But the reason why I have a love-hate relationship with her is because she writes sports romances um, and all of her male main characters are like so bro Like a lot of them aren't desirable, which is like, I would never look at any of her moment characters with probably the exception of like the one in the tip off and be like, oh my God, like he's written by a woman. I'd be like, if you showed me their dialogue, I'd be like, oh, did a man write this? Because it, the way they speak, I'm just like, ugh. Um, and like a lot of her female characters are dealing with like unpacked internalized misogyny too. Like they're always calling other women, like just like, like just not 
cool like things that like should not be like happening in 2023 or things i just like don't want to see um but i can't stop like she got me i think about the characters i i don't know i think she's gonna be my like reading slump author like oh don't know what to read let me go listen to another rebecca jinshack book um so yeah i discovered her this summer and then i listened to my first lynn painter book too um which was the love wager which um you know, honestly forgettable. I don't remember a single thing that happened in that book. And Zachary Weber narrated it. And I was just like, it was cute, but it was not like, I can't tell you anything. And I just, I do remember the mailman character pissed me off at one point and that was it. But they got a happy ending. Yay. <laughs> should, should it be any different? Oh, and actually no. the, the author of the seven year slip new to me author. Oh yeah. So I just looked and of all the books I read this summer, which, wait, somebody do some quick math for me. 16 plus 13 plus 4. 23? Wait, you said or 16 wait. plus 13? <laughs> Brandy, are you 33? a teacher? Yeah, I teach music. <laughs> Not math. Um, yes, okay, so 33. 33 books this summer. I've only read four new-to-me authors this summer. Okay. Yeah, Julie Soto, S.T. Abbey, who did the Mindfuck series. Laura did you Pavlov. like that? I thought like there's a lot of trauma handled in that book and like I can't really speak to how well that that was handled because like she went through shit that I've never gone through that character but I will say just like at from like a reader perspective everything felt very corny like the revenge plot felt really really corny to me like some dialogue like there was just like a lot of unexplained things that made it possible for ha- for her to have this elaborate revenge plot on an entire town. You know what I mean? Like it was it it's on Hoopla. So if you get the urge, like all the audiobooks are on Hoopla and the audiobooks are like 3 hours each because it's five novellas that are oh, put together to make yeah. one book. Okay. Um if you get the urge, like I don't think they're not worth listening to, but I gave all of them I think like 3.75 or 4 stars. And then the last new to me author was Bridget Morrissey. Oh, oh yeah, same. Uh, Yes, love her obsessed with her with all of our love that we've been throwing around for so many good books i want to know what was like your most disappointing read or like your least favorite read of the summer like was there one that you were really looking forward to that just didn't meet your expectations i'm gonna go on storygraph and see like what my lowest rated books of the summer are Okay, so this series, this hurts for me to say, like, I just, like, want people to know, like, I'm not trying to be bitchy. This just hurts for me to say because I feel like, unfortunately, at least for me, the series started out really, really strong. But as it's gone on, I just feel like it hasn't hit the same, you know? For me, the most disappointing read of the summer so far is Crimson River by Devney Perry. I just mm. didn't love it. I rated it three stars. I thought... I don't even remember like what I said about it that I didn't love, but it, first of all, it was obviously it was very forgettable to me, um, and I just like didn't really buy um, Lila and Vance's like romance or tension. Like I just felt like it just was like non-existent. I, I just didn't like it. Like truthfully, with that said, like I am still looking forward to Mateo's book, but I'm nervous for Mateo's book because I feel like we've been like looking forward to his book for so long, but. I don't know. With the way things are going with this series, I'm nervous. So it's yeah, my least favorite Eden's book easily. Me too. What about you, Kendra? What was your most disappointing read of the summer? My most disappointing read? Because I, I was going to say The Love Wager, but I honestly, like, it's so forgettable. Like, I, I can't even be mad at it. <laughs> except the one thing that I do know the main character did. That was just so... F- I'm like, why? Anyways. Um, but no, what mine was... Um, he just... It's it's elaborate. Like, he... Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. My most disappointing is The Devil Gets His Due by Elizabeth O'Rourke. I That's your most? Your most? Well, your it's most that disappointing of the whole summer. It's okay. that well, one. That it's that one and A Cowboy to Remember by Rebecca Weatherspoon and that one was just that That one was just sad because it's like I love Rafe and Zenny so much and the narrator was so good. Like she killed it. Um but there were just too many POVs in that book. And like, I struggle a lot with the amnesia trope. It just was not an enjoyable reading experience. So that one, but Devil Gets His Due, like 
actually made me angry listening to it because I hated the male main character so much. I wrote on what Instagram. What did you read it? Um, I gave it, I was nice. I was nice. I need to bump it down. <laughs> I gave it probably like a 3.75. Um, but like Graham pissed me off so much. I wrote on Instagram that if the father of my unborn child spoke to me and said things about me to my face, how he spoke to Keely, he simply would not have a place in my life anymore. Um, the birth certificate would not have his name on it. Like he annoyed me so much. And I feel like every time like she would get close to redeeming him in that book, he would just do something to piss me off again. Like yeah. I, Keely just deserved so much better. She was such a fun yeah. character, but like Graham, especially like look at Graham's brother. I don't care. Look at Graham's brother. Graham's brother had the exact same trauma and was fantastic. Such a great male main character. I'm like, how are these people raised by the same people? Like, why is he such a Everybody like, handles a trauma differently, Kendra. I don't care. Like, <laughs> you can still be, like, desirable. Like, he just was not desirable in any way. Even, desirable. like, the smut. Like, I was just like, because oh, I was I, like, Keely, like, you sh- get this man off of you. Like, he already got you pregnant. Like, stop <laughs> touching him. Like... <laughs> And that's another thing. Say, like it came so late. Like they did not have sex until like it happened, the end it of the book. Really, and I was just like, it happened a lot later than I. Expected. What are we doing here? Like, oh yeah, that book pissed me off so bad. But that when was Kendra was favorite. reading this book and she was talking, because she was the last one of the three of us to read this book, and she was texting us about it, and she was only like thirty percent in, and she was like, I hate Graham, I hate Graham, I hate Graham, and all I could think was She's in like, my what head, a loser. No spoilers. <laughs> No spoilers, but like all I could think in my head was she's there's no way that she's gonna like him, especially by like you know the the end. There's she's just not. It's just kind of a lost cause because I he made me the maddest. He made me the maddest at the end. To be fair, when Kayla and I were talking about this book while she was reading it, I was like, oh yeah, Graham sucks. Like Graham's the worst male main character in the series, and Keely is so fun. She's like the redeeming quality of this book. I don't hate him as much yeah. as Kendra does because I. I felt a little bad for him at times, <laughs> um, but that's what it is. You felt yeah. bad for Graham, but have no. I felt bad for the child Graham. I felt bad for the child Graham. Okay, I just know that their their kid is going to be such a mama's kid. Like they're not going to be a daddy's. Do they have a girl? She's not going to be a daddy's girl at all. Oh, you know what else I thought was when he got that dumbass tattoo, the butterflies. Get out of here! Like, oh my god. He just got mad at her for the dumbest things. I'm like, you cannot. But yet he wanted her so bad. Why are you? Okay. Anyways, I'm done. Sorry. Anyway, Kendra hated the devil. (laughs) I hate it. The devil gets his due. I think it just it was just a disappointment after the devil. You know, I was like, how did we drop so far? Mm -hmm. Because the devil, you know, I thought was fantastic. Oh my god, I love that book so much. Thank you, Brandy. Um, but yeah, devil gets his due. I'm just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Yeah um fair it's very inconsequential in the elizabeth o'rourke world of characters anyway because you don't see them again at least i assume because you saw a couple people in the summer we fell but keely and graham were not either although i would love to see keely love her yeah graham can stay home (laughs) my disappointment of this biggest disappointment of the summer was probably tempt me by k tucker it was my first time trying to read anything by k tucker that wasn't the simple wild series and i had a friend who like really highly recommended it just as like a good the wolf time. hotel series right? yeah the wolf hotel yeah. series i had a friend on tiktok who just like it was like if you need just like some smutty fun like do this um and it probably would have gotten there and like i know this friend has good taste so i'm sure that if i would have had stuck with it Four books about one couple that I don't like just isn't doable for me though and I just didn't like them at all and it was she's having like a like a sexual awakening after being cheated on by her fiance who she thought that they were saving themselves for each other for marriage so there's a lot of like I don't think the um sex positivity was handled incredibly well in this book particularly by the male main character knowing that she was a virgin who's like dealing with all of this he's like fucking her roughly from behind the first time they ever have sex i was like this is just not i think what i needed at the time so yeah but if you're interested it's like a an age gap boss employee relationship kind of deal so 
he also like arranges for her to be his like secretary or like his personal assistant. I don't know. It just like didn't sit well with me. The the was um, it is it classified as like a dark romance? No. It's okay. I I think it's supposed to be like billionaire contemporary, but I just like I don't know, the power dynamics are sometimes really fun in books like to play around with or whatever the power dynamics in this one for me personally weren't hitting so that was probably because I was like I really just needed like a fun smutty book at that time so yeah I yeah I haven't read the Wolf Hotel series I read her Fallen Empire series which is a mafia series so and I think I rated all of them between 3.5 and 4 stars because they weren't anything fantastic they're just smutty that was it so but the, the the female main character wasn't a virgin in that situation, but he it's very much like a Stockholm syndrome type of thing because he does like kidnap her and take her. So yeah, if you're not into that, don't I was it. also control searching a couple of the other books in the Wolf Hotel series. And there was like a scene where there was a third person, like a woman came in. And like in her internal monologue, the female main character was like, I don't know if I want to do this, but it would turn him on so much. So I let her eat my pussy. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. Like she should want to do it, not just. Yeah. And and you also, this is just more like funny, but you were also complaining about some of the words that were used in our group chat when you were reading this book. Oh my God. Wait, what was it? It was like (laughs) slippery pink something. (laughs) What was it? Cream. Oh yeah. Um, Wait. (laughs) How does the same woman that wrote like Simple Wild write that and then write the series, the other series that Kayla read, and then also do like her fantasy stuff? I'm like, she just she just be Mm -hmm. writing. Like doesn't stop. Yeah. It was tight pink hole. That's what I kept complaining about. Every time he talked about her pussy, he would say tight pink hole. Girl. What is the song? My my pussy pink, my booty hole brown. (laughs) My coochie pink, my booty hole brown. That's maybe he he liked that song. <laughs> Dale and I started calling Peach Booty Hole Brown. <laughs> that song. Yeah, guys, uh, I saw Peach this summer and she bit me unprovoked. So her. Oh my like, god, oh my she loves list. throwing that out there. They were playing happily for like thirty minutes, and then Kendra stopped playing with her, and Peach was like, "No, I want to keep playing." So she playfully nipped at Kendra's hand, didn't even like bite her. She went, and Kendra's like. She's an asshole. Yeah, I'm like, very dramatic about pets, though. So okay, but guys, I got to meet Kayla's two dogs this summer because Kayla and I went to go see Taylor Swift, which was so much fun. Um, and the dog that Kayla loves the most is has to be the most (laughs) depressed dog I've ever met. Like he just has a he has a sadness in his eyes that like I can't unsee. Like every time I saw him, (laughs) he just looks so sad. But Casper, you know the reason that he was sad. It's because that that prior week it was so so hot that he was not allowed to stay outside for longer than like a minute because he would like die. So yeah, it's but too he hot just looked to do anything. He just looks like so I don't know. Sad. I saw I stared into his soul and he was just like oh I am not happy. And then Casper, I can't wait for Kendra well, to get a pet. Oh, it's not She's happening. Can't so, wait I'm for gonna, Kendra to get I'm a pet. We're gonna talk so much shit. So much. <laughs> like yeah. I I always said that I wanted like a dog, but. Like after being around like Casper and Kyla, and then I had to watch my sister's dog a few times this summer. I like being a lot of work. After being around Casper, are you saying you don't Mm -hmm. like my dogs? No, I I do love your dogs, but like it is a lot of work. Like we had a whole conversation about how much y'all pay to like take them to the vet a year. I'm not paying that. Like, (laughs) no, I don't have. Kyla's very happy today that he's going over to his cousin's house, and they have a fenced-in backyard, and they're gonna go have so much fun. Casper's my favorite dog out of Kayla's dogs. He and I cuddled one night mm. for like the whole night. It was so great. He didn't um, love her then, at first, just to be clear. Oh mm. my God, she says that. We were, he was just like warming up to me. Um, and then one day, Kayla like had slept in a little bit and I'm like on the couch reading The Summer We Fell. And Casper just like, he couldn't get enough of me. Like I sent a picture to Brandy <laughs> and I forget what Brandy's reply was, but it was so funny. Like Casper just genuinely felt joy that entire weekend that I was there. Oh, and I know he my has God. not. <laughs> He has not experienced it since I left. Yeah. I said giving and love and attention talk for so the first shit. time in years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. no, we are going to talk a lot of shit about when you eventually get a, a pet. Yeah. We'll, I should say we'll dog because there's no happens. way you're going to get a cat. Yeah. No, probably <laughs> not. Um, I, I, you guys will have to wait, like, years at this point. I'm not even going to pay, like, 
I can't pay for a dog right now. They're too expensive. You guys, we read so many bangers this summer. I know. We did. It was a good summer. It was a good summer. summer. But I'm really looking forward to fall because there are so, so many good releases. Like, back to back to back. Cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. And speaking of that, like, we can't give too many details. But, you guys, we have some really exciting interviews set up for this this season that we're really, really excited about. The one that we can say. No. I won't even say that. Yeah. No. Let's check our Instagram. <laughs> a lot of them are related to some upcoming fall releases that a lot of people are looking forward to so we can tease that we can say that and one yeah, might be well, related to guessing. a recent release too maybe um yeah huh. i'm just i'm really excited i'm glad that we're back i love doing this podcast with you guys it's always a fun time um, also excited for all the episodes we have planned outside of the fun interviews that we mm-hmm. have lined up because it'll be a good time. You will see all three of us get into a fight at least four times this season, at least. Because, mm. um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just bound bound to happen. I don't bound think we – oh, wait, guys. Um, any plans to read Unravel Me by Becca Mack? That book just oh. came out. She surprised dropped it. I am nervous. I was so excited. We were all so excited. And then people started reading it. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know, I don't know. what I'm going to do. <laughs> not not any, not like not anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah. I might wait for the audiobook. That's fair. Yeah. But, you know, I was yeah. nervous about Becca Mac surprise dropping it. It went number one. Like, crazy. I can't. That's it went, crazy. It went number one. So. Yay. Yay. Okay, we'll catch you next week with a very special guest. Woo-hoo. If you're wondering who it is, check out our Instagram at Bring Your Own Pod on IG, and you can follow all of our personal bookstagrams too at Kendra dot reads with a Z at Brando's dot books at Kayla's dot bookshelf. Oh my gosh, we all have dots. We're so excited. Period. That's so oh cute. God, <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, it's gonna be back, guys. Love you so much. Bye.